growing up, there really wasn't that opportunity out there. I wanted to have nice jewelry. It didn't exist. So GLD was kind of the perfect thing to fill that void. You got to let people know, man, where you from and all that type of stuff. You got to give the people what they want to hear. So I'm from Pittsburgh. GLD started in Pittsburgh out of my dorm room. I went to Duquesne mm. University, played basketball there. Um, I actually went there with the intention of being a basketball coach. Okay. I knew I wasn't going to the NBA. Uh, so I wanted to be a coach. I was wrapping up my basketball career. GLD started, really got some legs, and I kind of gave up that dream to pursue GLD. So right out of school, jumped right into GLD, and uh, you know, the rest is history. What inspired you? What made you come up with with Shop GLD and to put up masterpieces and get players and athletes to, to join in? Honestly, it was, it was something growing up, always was into fashion, always was into the culture. There just really wasn't anything or a brand that really kind of filled that void. You know, we have different price points of jewelry from kind of the, in the couple hundred dollar range to the hundred thousand dollar pieces that, you know, you yeah. and your teammates are wearing. What place would y'all rather be right now, man? Come on. Let's be great today, man. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Raheem Moster, host of Relentlessly Motivated, presented by Mercury. Super excited to bring this show to you guys. We're going to have weekly episodes featuring athletes, business professionals, and anyone that's overcome odds to achieve greatness. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Really appreciate your guys' support, and enjoy the show. everybody it's Raheem Moster this is relentlessly motivated podcast today we got a special guest a close friend of mine um, he's been helping out with unbelievable things he's been doing a lot of great things in the the online world creating unbelievable pieces of jewelry and and just expanding it's my pleasure and honor to welcome Christian uh, at shop GLD this, this guy right here he's just He's the best. The guy literally will just come over. You know, I give him a phone call and ask him, hey, man, I'm hosting a bowling event. And next thing you know, he's popping up right up at the bowling alley. And, you know, he's taking it on. He's really being a part of the community. Without further ado, um, this is, like I said, my boy Christian. Christian, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? It's good, man. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Honored, yes, honored to be a part of it, man. Hey, I heard man. you were having the podcast. You know, hyped to be here. Honored that you even took this took this on I, I know that you you do a lot of great things but one of the things that you know really motivated me and inspired me was to to continue my dreams and one of the questions i want to ask you is you know what inspired you what made you come up with with shop gld and put up masterpieces and get players and athletes to to join in yeah so honestly it was it was something growing up always was into fashion, always was into the culture. And there just really wasn't anything or a brand that really kind of filled that void. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to have jewelry. And you know, we have different price points of jewelry from kind of the, in the couple hundred dollar range to the hundred thousand dollar pieces that you know, you yeah. and your teammates are wearing. Yeah. So growing up, there really wasn't that opportunity out there. I wanted to have nice jewelry, it didn't exist. So GLD was kind of the perfect thing to fill that void. Oh man, that's awesome. You gotta let people know, man, where you from and all that type of stuff. You gotta give the people what they wanna hear. 
For sure. So I'm from Pittsburgh. GLD started in Pittsburgh out of my dorm room. I went to Duquesne mm. University, played basketball there. Um, I actually went there with the intention of being a basketball coach. Okay. I knew I wasn't going to the NBA, uh, so I wanted to be a coach. I was wrapping up my basketball career. GLD started, really got some legs, and I kind of gave up that dream to pursue GLD. So right out of school, jumped right into GLD, and uh, you know the rest is history. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You 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 want to play? What what position you played in basketball? Hey, I'm a shooter. Shooter? Yeah. Corner, okay. I'm a corner shooter. Okay. All right. I can see it. You you was handing the ball a little bit, huh? A little handle, but I once I got to college, it was more just like standing in the corner, shoot the three. Yeah. I didn't put in the effort. You know, I was an yeah. effort guy. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. Was that transition a little bit easier for you? Or like, how did it go from, you know, I want to be uh, uh, an athlete and, you know, wanted to, to be able to do my thing to moving over into the, the you know, shop GLD world? So there's actually so many parallels between sports and business. So it was crazy when I started in business, I kind of saw all those things that make you, make you successful in sports. It allows you to also be successful in business. So, uh, you know, focus, obviously the grind at the beginning, it's yeah. just like grind yeah. as an athlete, the come up, yeah. the same type of thing. And then it kind of, as you get older, the stakes get higher. And just like in sports, you have to deal with teammates and you kind of have to deal with like the off the field stuff. It's kind of the same in business. Yeah. It turns into like managing people, building a team. Um, and it's a lot of the same characteristics that make a good team in sports also make a good team in business. Right. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome to hear. Before we get back into the pot, I have to tell you guys about Doer jeans. These jeans are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. They look good and make me feel good too. The material is five times the stretch of traditional denim, which allows me to move freely and comfortably whether I'm working out or just lounging at home. It's the kind of comfort I want every day. Doer denim is not only comfortable, it is also antibacterial. That means less washing, which is great for the environment and my schedule. I'm able to stay fresh and clean even with less laundry. Now I know what you guys are thinking. Does he really wear jeans in sunny south florida doer jeans has me covered because they're designed to regulate temperature keeping me comfortable in all types of weather and last but not least doer denim is designed to last for years so i'm not just investing in a pair of jeans i'm investing in my style and comfort for the long term it's a smart choice for both my wardrobe and my wallet i know you'll love doer as much as i do check out doer's flagship store in la and denver or shop online at shopdoer.com motivated right now my listeners can get 50 percent off site-wide when you use my special url You'll want to take advantage of this because Doer never goes on sale. To get 15% off, go now to shopduer.com slash motivated. I mean, and what was like the biggest motivation for you? Like what, what gave you that, that extra edge to, you know, keep pushing? Honestly, I think it's the fact that I gave up my original dream, which was to be that basketball coach. Yeah. It was something I dreamed of growing up. I always wanted to be like a big time basketball coach. So the fact that I gave up that dream. I said, okay, if I'm going to give that up, then, you know, GLD is my other dream. I'm yeah. going to make sure this is successful. And just, you know, it just motivated me that much more just to never give up. And you put, you put a lot of hard work to it too, huh? A lot of long nights, a lot of all-nighters, you know. We're talking very little sleep in those early, you know, those first two years. You just got to embrace the grind and yeah. get to it. Yeah, no, I believe that. What was, like, the biggest, like, struggle for you? Like, what, what was, like, one of those moments where you were like, ah, like, I, I don't know if this is it moment because everybody has that moment right like my yeah. moment for me was when I was with the Browns and I had got cut like I was just like and especially it was the, the same day as my my wife's bridal shower so that was tough in itself and you know I just made the 53 and all of a sudden I just get cut the next day so um what was that moment for you 
That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, bro. But. It was it was crazy. Like I had to call my I had to call my father in law and tell him like, hey, you know, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, <laughs> I just got cut from the Browns, you know, and he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just hold off. Like I'm not gonna tell the ladies now. I'm not gonna ruin that moment for him. So like, we'll we'll talk about it when you get home. Before we get into the pod, I want to tell you about the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. looking good, feeling good, and playing good. And the way that I make sure that I'm looking good up top and down below is with Manscaped. Trust me, I've had raving reviews. And it all starts with the performance package. It comes with a beard trimmer, a groin trimmer, some things that get you smelling nice downstairs, and even two free gifts. And I've got you an exclusive offer. Head to manscaped.com right now and use my code MOTIVATED20 for 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code MOTIVATED20. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Wow. Hey, it worked out. You were able to grind through that. And I think, like, for me, the same type of thing. I mean, there were points early in the business where... Or, you know, the bank account gets low. You maybe overinvest, make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, you know, you try to expand too quickly. And there's those times that come and you just have to buckle down and figure how are you going to get out of the situation. And basically, there's always, if you don't give up, there's always a solution. You just got to, like, work through that. So that's kind of been my philosophy. When things get tough, don't give up. Find a solution and just, like, work through it. That's a great point because, I mean, when I think about my career um, and being cut so many times, um, you know, one of the things that I I've tried to dial in and, and hone on was the fact that I'm I'm able to be in this platform. I'm able to do um, what I need to do to be an NFL player. Um, you know, I'm I'm able to go out here and, and try to produce as much as I possibly can. I know I'm worth it. Like my pinnacle is to get a gold jacket, right? You know, everybody wants to wants the higher achievement award. Um, what would that be for you? Like, what what would be like? You know, you're solidified. I mean, I mean, I I I'm giving you solidification. So, um, I know that you know you you have that standard about yourself and you carry yourself in that manner. I mean, from the first time I met you, you know, you've always been grade A. You know, a hundred percent. But what what is that pinnacle for you? Like, what what do you see that as? What's that level for you? I appreciate that. Like, for me, honestly, I think building GLD into a global brand, but also giving back at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think it's always been important for GLD to be involved in the community and kind of giving people the inspiration, kind of seeing our growth. We started the brand with $1,000, and our motto has been built from the ground up because that's really what we were from the beginning. We worked up step by step. So I think giving back to the community and giving other people the opportunity to grow and just inspire them to, you know, do what they could do and not give up. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. And then obviously like I take a lot of pride in GLD. I just want it to be global brand and reach its true potential. Yeah. What, um, now you mentioned giving back. What is one of the like biggest things? Cause my thing is like, I want to give back to the underprivileged, right? I yep. mean, you know, when I host my bowling event, um, and I do my toy drive um, each and every year that, you know, I want to give back to those who need it the most. And, and for me, it's underprivileged kids and, you know, families that don't have the necessary means to um, to buy things or the necessities. So um, what is one motivation or one thing that you want to give back the most? 
Hundred percent. I think that's why Waves of Success, your charity yeah. for us, that's like something that aligns with us perfectly. Yeah. Because I like to give back to number one, the youth. I, I just think of kids who never really had the opportunity yeah. to be successful. So that's something that is always important to me. Give back to the youth, give them a fair shot at success in life. Um we've donated to some other charities as well that kind of have a similar theme of like underprivileged kids or kids who maybe went to jail and then never really had a chance to get out and have that second opportunity. So we yeah. kind of donated to a charity that allowed them to get a job and like get them on their feet. Um, so I think there's a lot of different things. We actually have an internal GLD. It, well, it's like not public or anything, but we every month allow an employee to nominate a charity. So oh, it's wow. something different every month, but it's something that like represents what the team wants. Yeah. So on top of those kind of bigger ones that we do, like the events, uh, we also kind of quietly give to a charity every month that's chosen by one of our employees. When you guys help us out at, at Waves of Success, I think that that's like the biggest thing. You know, you, you get these kids that just, they don't have that much. And for them to just even have a smile on their face, I mean, even, you know, hanging around superstars and, and like yourself, a, a businessman and a business owner, um, and I think that, that goes a long way. So appreciate that for sure. What is it like being a business owner? Like, I, I know that you, it's like full circle for you, you know, you started out. What's up, everybody? If you are a college football fan like me, if you know a college football fan that's in your life, you need to go cop this shirt. New designs dropping all the time. It's the perfect gift with the holiday season coming around. If you don't have this thing, you're missing out. Great material, great fabric. I wear it all the time. Go get yours today. In college and you were like, ah, this dream right here, basketball and coaching, you know, I'd I'm gonna be a business owner. Like, what? How does that feel? Like, honestly, it's it's crazy because there's so many different sides to it. You have the ups, you have the downs, and I think the key is just kind of keeping even, kind of stays even as you can, not yeah. get too high, not get too low. But I mean, it's a lot of work. So if you're looking to get into it, be ready for the work. You're not gonna back down. Just like if you want to be in the elite of anything, an elite athlete, an elite business person, an elite artist, whatever it is you want to do. If you want to be elite, you got to put in the work. So you can't back down from the work. And then on the second side, you can't get, you know, distracted or discouraged when things go wrong. You just got to kind of keep your eyes on the prize. Just like you, you mentioned like when you got cut from the Browns, you got to keep that same motivation every day when you come in and just keep on working to the big goal. When I got cut, right, I was like, I, I told my wife, like, at the time she was my fiance, and, you know, it was the, the bridal shower. And so when we got back, you know, when she got back home that night, I mean, I, I spent the whole day just thinking about that, that moment, you know, I made the 53 man roster, I actually celebrated that night, you know, with my family, we went to Hyde Park, I never forget, it was a steakhouse called Hyde Park. Um, and I literally had a steak was enjoying it. I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying this moment. I, this is I made it, you know, and then the next day reality hit. Before we get back to the pod, I got to tell you about HelloFresh. These meals are so good. My family loves them. And the best part, you get America's number one meal kit shipped right to your front door. So you don't have to go to the grocery store. With my schedule, as crazy as it is, I don't have time to plan out my meals for the week. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for me. So I can come home and have a delicious meal in 30 minutes. Listen, I know what you're thinking. This sounds too good to be true. It's probably super expensive to have meals shipped to your home. Think again. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and less expensive than takeout. That means less stress in your day and more money back in your pocket. Oh, and by the way, there's 40 recipes to choose from every week. So I promise you'll find something you like. Just go to HelloFresh.com 50Rahim and use code 50Rahim for 50% off plus free shipping. 
That's HelloFresh.com slash 50Rahim and use code 50Rahim for 50% off plus free shipping. They call me up and they're like, hey, uh, you know, we, we need you to bring your iPad. You, it's not good when they tell you to bring your iPad, you know, <laughs> and come back to the office. That means that you're getting cut. And so um, I had that conversation with my wife that night. And the one question she asked me was like, how much do you love football? And I was like, well, you know, I've been I've been playing football for about, you know, ever since I was seven. And then she was like, well, I mean, that, that, that's your answer right there. Keep going. We'll be all right. And so at, at that moment, I knew it was real. I was like, all right, well, if she's if she's down, you know, she's been with me ever since freshman year of college. And, you know, she's been with me through all the ups and downs, like you mentioned. And, you know, I, I got to keep riding that wave. I got to keep keep pushing because. Ultimately, I'm going to get what I want. And, and if I'm able to look myself in the mirror, I think that that's the biggest thing. So um, it's tough. You know, challenges uh, come abroad and, you know, you do have to take those challenges head on. But um, what was what was like that one big challenge for you? Like, what would you feel like was like, oh, yeah, this this is a huge hurdle obstacle. So actually, when we moved to Miami, um, we let one of our uh, em- like early employees who's actually no longer with the company kind of arrange the move. Yeah. And we moved from New York to Miami. We got here, moving truck said he was going to be here the day before, didn't come, days start passing. All of a sudden, like, we think our whole business could be missing. Yeah. So, you know, we're going days, then all of a sudden we had to like turn off our website because like people are ordering, they're not getting their stuff. So they're really unhappy. And we were a much smaller company at the time, obviously learned from our mistakes, like kind of never put all your eggs in one basket, as they say. Um, So when that truck pulled up, I never, I remember it pulling up at like two in the morning. I I was sitting at the office, like waiting, just waiting for that truck to pull out. It pulled up (laughs) at two in the morning. I never ran to do a move so fast in my whole life. I carried all the boxes off the truck. Yeah, Like it's faster than you can imagine. Like I was just so happy to get our stuff back. But there's like a few days there where we were truly thinking like we might've just, someone might've just stole like, you know, all of our stuff. Yeah, And that was something that was just, you know, a very scary time. But with business, there's so many, you know, opportunities where, things you can kind of turn something bad into something good like turn into a learning experience like there's so many failed things that you know i've had ideas i thought they're good ideas they fail sometimes it's hard to swallow your pride yeah and kind of like pivot to something else but the way i look at it and i always tell people this too is there's really no bad idea if you're willing to build off of it and kind of pivot to something else so like stay agile and find a way to turn that idea into a good one it might you might have to change it five times to get to the right idea but in sports it's probably a similar thing when like you're trying to learn a new move or you're trying to like get to like a goal weight on like a squat or like whatever it is yeah maybe get that 40 time for the draft like things like <laughs> hey, that. that 40 times is gonna it's gonna that's gonna help you out yeah, yeah. so there's little things that you kind of you know in business you might have an idea like a category or like a product you know i, yeah. I create like products so when a product doesn't work out like it, you know it, it hits me hard it's like yeah. okay like obviously i missed something there our customer didn't like it. So like, how could I learn from that and take that, you know, to the next one to keep learning? Yeah. I could tell that you guys are, um, like you listen to your customers. I think that that's the biggest thing in owning a business, right? It's like, what does the customer want? You know, what are the customer needs? What's the demand for it? Um, and I think that that's the biggest thing that you guys, you know, are, are able to, to create something that, like I said, GLD is doing unbelievable things. So, appreciate that yeah man customer's um, always right the customer's always right you hear that first customer's always right it's true <laughs> so i mean um 
Before we get back to the pod, I got to tell you guys about HelloFresh. HelloFresh hooks you up with breakfast, lunches, and snacks, all part of the playbook. It's the fuel I use for my podcast grind. HelloFresh is offering charcuterie boards that score big this holiday season and desserts that are straight up touchdowns. With over 45 weekly recipes, 100 curated picks, every bite is a celebration. Listen, I know what you're thinking. This sounds too good to be true. It's probably super expensive to have meals shipped to your home. Think again. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and less expensive than takeout. That means less stress in your day and more money back in your pocket. But that's not the best part. I bargained with HelloFresh to get my listeners an exclusive deal. Free breakfast for life. I'm not kidding. For life. Yes, for life. So join me and many others by going to HelloFresh.com com slash Raheem free and use code Raheem free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Raheem free with code Raheem free. I mean, if you have any questions or anything like that, man, I, I like I said, I, I appreciate your time and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, it's real good chatting it up with you. Like always, you know, I know that you're going to be you're gonna be doing big and huge things, um, and I'm excited, man. I, I can't wait. I gotta get another piece too, man. Definitely, yeah. New piece <laughs> coming, maybe piece. maybe a waves waves of success piece, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, we sick. definitely could create something like that now. I'm curious. So, like, you've been through all the different levels. Obviously, you're you're an elite athlete now. Mm-hmm. You can made it to the NFL, which is a dream of like so many people. Yeah. What do you think's the biggest difference going from like high school to college and college to NFL? High school, right? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, so from from high school, right? It's like, you know, everybody. If you're a good player, you're gonna stand out, right? Like you know who's the top dog on the team. Uh, for me, I wasn't necessarily the top dog. Like I was, you know, maybe. I mean, put it like this: Florida football is like some of the best football in the entire country. Like you got Florida, Texas, California, PA. Is always good. Ohio, Indiana's, you know, got some ball players too. Um, but with Florida, it, it just seems like everybody around you is always good. And so I was wasn't necessarily the best player on my team, but I was the most efficient player. You know, I I, I played receiver at the time, so it was like I stood out by you know doing like screens and taking them to the house or kickoff returns taking them to the house like that was my mantra that was how I was able to get a scholarship and then go from high school to you know go to Purdue University and I think the biggest thing is just the work ethic too right it's like you got to have great work ethic you have to be able to put yourself out there to to put the grind in and and not hesitate about you know or or second guess yourself I think that was the biggest thing for me. I didn't. I knew that I was a good player, no matter what field I stepped on, um, and that's the that's the mentality that you have to have. Just same thing as you, right? You, yeah. in order for you to have the best business, you have to have that me- mentality. Like, I'm the best business owner around here. I do the the best work. I create the best things. You know, I, I'm I create the best pieces. So, that's how you have to approach this football too is like you have to let everybody know you don't have to necessarily let everybody know with your words but your actions have to like show that off so I was able to showcase that you know from high school to college um college didn't necessarily favor you know uh me all that much just because I went through a coaching change uh at the end of my sophomore year and then junior senior year were kind of hectic for me but I still had that mentality like, hey, I'm still the best thing on this team, whether you believe it or not. 
Um, and then it just it carried over into the NFL. Now, you know, it, me being cut several times, I, seven, I was cut seven times in two years. Wow. Yeah. Um, my first two years, you know, it, it was rough. But I did have that mentality of, hey, look, I have to be relentless. I have to go out here and go and chase my dreams because at the end of the day, I got to look myself in the mirror. I'm the one that, you know, has to be satisfied with the production that I produce. Nobody else is going to yeah, be your own hardest critic. Yeah, you you have to be your own critic. You you have to be your own worst cr critic in that case and that was it for me. So, um is is the different speeds of the game, you know, you have high school where you're the best, nobody else is really all that and then college is like, okay, pretty much the whole team was, you know, four-star, five-star recruits, three-star recruits and they're trying to put on and then you come into the NFL it's like it's the top of the food chain yeah. like everybody's good so um it's 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 a journey you know going in going in year nine and I'm undrafted guy I'm I'm blessed man that's a crazy ride yeah so I never yeah. realized so you even like even through high school you were kind of grinding the whole way it's not like are you some guys are kind of gifted and it kind of like high school was a breeze college maybe even was a breeze yeah, yeah. the NFL was probably a little harder but like yeah it might have took to the NFL for it to really become a grind. I feel like for you, you kind of even had to grind like earlier had, in the career. Yeah, I had to grind. I mean, same same with you, right? You know, you you had to grind when you were in basketball. Like you you worked your way up, and then you you went to college, and you're like, okay, this is in it. You know, I'm a I'm gonna take the business approach. You know, I'm gonna grind and and I'm gonna sleep in my dorm. I'm gonna sleep at you know the facility that I'm in in New York and and all that stuff in PA, right? Yep. Um, in Pittsburgh, but. My thing was like I had a a rough childhood, so my only thing was okay. I need to get to college. Like that's that was my getaway. I need to be, I need to have a degree. You know, I didn't necessarily look at football as a, a pure source of outlet. You know, I I looked at it as football brought a platform for me to be able to go to college, be able to get a full ride scholarship, so that way I can go and and do what I want to do. You know, live. You know. A comfortable life. I have a degree. I can work. I want to be a business owner someday. Not know. I don't know what business that was, but you know, at the time, it's like, hey, look, I just, I need to go to college. I need to get away. I need to get away from where I'm at because this isn't good for me. And so that's why it was so much easier for me to just. I wasn't a straight A student in high school, but I was able to get the the appropriate grades to go into a university like Purdue. Um, which is like pretty much, you know, an, an Ivy League um, in a in a way. But um, I just had to use that 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 outlet so that way I can push myself further. Yeah, it drove you the whole way. It did. Yeah. It definitely did. So um, and it, it was the best decision. I, I mean, I got recruited by Miami. I was I got recruited by UCF, USF. Um, the only two schools that didn't want to recruit me were Florida and Florida State. I was getting recruited. Uh, by Florida, but that was when Urban Meyer basically was like, "Yeah, hey, I'm not coaching football again." And um, you know, I was pretty much that that guy that was on the fringe of getting a scholarship and offer. So um, it it I'm glad it worked out the way it did. I mean, I, like I could look back and be like, "Man, I I did the right thing by going to Purdue, getting away, um, yeah. getting a, I'm the first person graduating my family with a degree." Nice. So um, yeah, it was it was. It was it was amazing. I I can't look back and be like, oh man, I wish I would have. I mean, everything happens for a reason. You know, you just got to keep that 
that mentality and, and, and stay motivated throughout the process and keep going. Yeah, I feel so. like that's one of the biggest things is like looking back, there's things that you could have done differently and at the end of the day, you're still happy even with the decisions that maybe yeah. weren't the right ones, you're still happy just because of where you ended up today. And I think that you hit the, the biggest point when you said, you know, um, at the moment, like it, it doesn't seem like it's favoring you all that much, but like, you can grow and you can learn like you you're going to have mistakes you're going to have these mishaps and you, you you can either do one or two things you could either let it fuel you and then learn from that or like literally bring you down and not learn and just give up right and like you said being a business owner you know yeah i i learned that hey this this piece of jewelry may not be the best seller but you know i learned that from that mistake and i'm just going to move forward like i got to i got to grind it out and i gotta figure out what's the best solution for the customers first for the people yep and that's the same you know with me it's like how can i do myself a justice if you know i'm looking at myself and being like hey this is not it you know no nah, i'm done like no nah, i'm gonna learn from my mistakes and then i'm gonna move forward the biggest thing that i've ever heard was don't make the same mistake twice you that's, know. that's the most true statement. If you, <laughs> if you never make the same mistake twice, you're learning from it. I mean, I feel like your career is a perfect example of like continuous improvement. Yeah. Like you're you're at age, what are you, 31, 32, 31, 31, 31 and yeah. you're at the best, like you're at the best shape you've been. Yeah. You're in the best like professional position you've been in. So you've been able to kind of level up the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people look at my age and they're like, wow, this guy's 31 years old, still playing in the league. I'm like, I mean, I, if you have the mentality of a lion, like you, it doesn't matter what age you are, like you're gonna go out there and you're gonna produce. Exactly. And so, you know, with me, it's like I don't, I don't necessarily look at age. Age is just a number to me. Like, I still, I'm gonna be running faster than a lot of guys that are on the field. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be running harder than anybody that's ever, you know, played this sport. I, I want a gold jacket. Like that's my mentality. So like, how do I get to that? Well, I gotta do what I do best. I gotta put my best foot forward when you know when it's required so um be at your best when your best is required and that's just that's the mentality that you have to have living proof age is just a number getting better with age <laughs> i tell you what <laughs> it's true though so if you hear it out there just make sure that you understand age is just a number just go out there and just chase your dreams full on and don't look back that's the best thing that you could possibly do Hundred percent. So. I can work both ways. If you're too young and people are kind of like putting your dream down because you're too young, like you know, focus on other stuff. Yeah. Don't listen because you know, just because you're young, you still grind it out and figure out a way. It might be something new that the world hasn't seen yet. Yeah. But don't let that stop you. Yeah. And on the other end of it, you know, maybe you had to grind and work like a tough nine to five just to kind of maintain, and that's like fully respectable. Maybe you're you know getting a little older and you have an idea like. You know, you're never too old to start something new, so it can yeah. work both ways. I mean, you, you live in proof of that. I mean, look what you've done. Like, <laughs> man, you're down here in Miami with your own building. Like, you, you had, did you ever think that? Honestly, I was like, there was so much going on in the early stages. Sometimes it's hard to even imagine. Yeah. Like, I always dreamed GLD would blow up, but all these little details that kind of come with it, um, it's almost impossible to predict if you haven't done it before. So yeah. a lot of it's new to me. I'm learning every day yeah. and just kind of taking that same mentality you have or be better than you were yesterday and just continuous improvement. Yeah. Hey, man, that's that's awesome to hear, man. But, well, shoot, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, I think that this is, this is a great segue and 
you're doing unbelievable things. Y'all go check his shop out, man. Shop GLD. Um, you give the people what they want to hear, man. Give them a tag or something like that. Shop GLD. ShopGLD.com. Uh, you know, come check us out. I got the best jewelry in the game. This guy's been rocking with us for a minute, so you know we're legit. Keep it up, man. Keep doing your thing, and I appreciate it, brother. No doubt. Appreciate you coming in. Appreciate you, as always. You know, he's a real man, so... You know, always appreciate the real ones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, that does it for the podcast this episode. Stay tuned. We got more. We got plenty more, I promise you. This is just the beginning of it, and we're going to have fun, man. So, like I said, stay tuned. Most of it out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Gilbert Burns. Hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on anywhere that you find your podcast. And follow us on social media for highlights on the show. Until next time.